1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is believe. Hey lovers, welcome back to my podcast. I hope you're having a fantastic Tuesday. I'm Caleb Hardy, the host of Crushing Worlds the podcast, and you are listening to Crushing Worlds the Podcast, episode eleven. So, um, I want to start for saying that I am super, super sorry. Like, I am so sorry that I did not upload a podcast episode last week and it was totally unexpected to. Um basically last week I transitioned from an on- from online school to in person school, and basically my whole schedule changed. And now I get home at like eight thirty at night, which means I'm only home for like three hours or like a couple hours, and then I go to bed and I wake up and then do it, do it, do it all over again. So I'm like never home now. And I was like really sad I didn't get to upload, but then I was actually it ended up making me feel really something that made me feel like really happy was that I got so many messages on Instagram and everyone's like. Caleb, did you upload your podcast? I don't see, like, where can I find it? Um, Did you upload a podcast episode this week? Hey, Caleb, did you, are you uploading the podcast a different day this week? And that, like, really warmed my heart because, like, I didn't know that many people listened to my podcast. And just, like, l- hearing all of you guys, like, asking for it, I guess, technically kind of was, like, the, um, what's the word? Like, I guess you could say motivation to continue to do this because, like, when when I was first starting, I was like, oh, no one's going to listen to this and like there's a couple people who listen to it but they don't listen to like they just listen to like maybe one episode and that's it but like to know there's some of you who constantly watch it listen to it every week like it's a tv show or something and like some of you message me after watching the episode every week and like that makes my day that warms my heart like don't think you're bothering me like i live for those messages so um thank you all very much i am so sorry Anytime I will not be uploading, I will try to give you guys somewhat of a heads up. I literally didn't even know for sure until the day of. Like, I didn't even like email the um people um the network people until like a couple hours before it had to be up because I like I I wasn't sure how my schedule was going to look since I just p- moved to in person. And I was like, am I gonna have time today to edit this or no? Am I gonna have time and. It was crazy, but, um, let me stop talking before this gets too dry and you guys click away because I have some very exciting news for today. So today we have our very first guest on the crocheting worlds podcast. Now this is a huge deal for me because I've been trying to get a guest on here for like the longest time and you guys are going to enjoy her so much. Um, her name is Hannah and she is a delight. Um, we actually pre-recorded this. Last week, and I'm recording the intro right now because I'm about I I realized I never recorded the intro, so I'm recording the intro right now. But we recorded this podcast last week, and it was the funnest thing. Um, you guys are all going to enjoy it. I know I did. Just editing this was like the funnest thing for me because like when I edit when I when I edit it when I I'm the only person talking, it's kind of boring because like I already know everything I said. But like just listening to the conversation, I don't I don't want I don't want to spoil it for you all. Okay, so I'm going to bring oh before I start. So I'm starting this new series that I would love for all of you to be on here. So if you apply to this, I guess you could say, if you think you apply to these, if you apply to this, DM me on Instagram because I would definitely love to have you on here. So I am basically looking for the world's most unique crafters. So it's like I'm calling it Caleb's Hunt for the world's unique crafters or something like that. I'm still coming up with a name, but I will have it by the name is going to be in the title. So look, whatever the title says, that's the new name. But basically, I am looking for the world's like I'm on the hunt for the world's most unique crafters. And today I'm starting with Hannah and she does all sorts of things that are all really cool and awesome. And I'm not going to say what it is yet because I'm going to have her tell you all. But if any of you guys like paint or do any type of craft that you think is worthy and any craft is really worthy. So any craft really. Go ahead and do my Instagram because I would love to have you all on my podcast for my hunt for the world's best unique crafters. So let me stop talking and let's bring on Hannah (laughs) Um one last thing guys. I am super sorry if I rushed through that intro. I'm just like recapping I said and I'm like dang, I talked super fast. Um if it's your first time listening the rest of the podcast actually anytime if you're a first comer newcomer you've been here since you're an OG the intro was rushed the rest of the podcast is not rushed it's talk slow wait for like the first 2 minutes cuz this is like my first time like actually talking to Hannah we've texted but like we never actually talked talked so um we're both a little nervous so just give us like 2 minutes cuz we eventually do warm up and we have so much fun and we talk about so many things so, give us a second to warm up. The podcast is not rushed. Sorry if I rushed at the beginning. Continue on. Time to bring on Hannah. Okay, everyone. So, here we have Hannah. She just joined the Zoom link. So, Hannah, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. So, when I you're actually my first guest that I've ever had on here. So, this is like my first rundown. So, of course, there might be a lot of mess-ups and stuff. And listeners, if you hear mess-ups or like weird editing just don't really mind it because it's my first time having a guest so I'm still figuring out all of the audio but I think we're going to do pretty good so Hannah is an awesome crafter but I'll let her tell it but as a quick I well Hannah I'll let you introduce yourself first so just introduce what you do and who you are
2: okay hi I'm Hannah um I am the uh creator of Ray Creates and I do rainbow loom and loomy groomy and crochet Um, and loomy-groomy is pretty much crocheting just with rubber bands so yeah cool
1: so as a quick icebreaker um what what would you say is your favorite thing you've ever loomed or made
2: I think the favorite my favorite thing well sorry um (laughs) I think my favorite thing I've ever loomed I made like a, a dream catcher um last summer and it was like pixar themed so it had like the pixar ball um in the middle and it had like all the colors on it so and i think my favorite thing i've ever crocheted is probably the um bunny i just recently made it's really cute so yeah
1: oh with the blanket yarn i think i saw that on your instagram right yeah that was adorable and then <laughs> the you. dream catcher you're welcome i'm like a huge disney fan so i'm gonna like stalk your instagram to, to go find that dream catcher <laughs> I'm going to be stalking your Instagram yeah, later too. today. <laughs> okay, so how did you get into crafts?
2: So, I've kind of been doing crafts um my entire life, but I really started like kind of narrowing down my favorite ones when I was in like second grade, which was around 2012, and I got a rainbow loom for Christmas. Um mm-hmm. and I was really, really excited cuz like people at school had been making bracelets and stuff, and so I started like learning how to make bracelets and charms and I did that for about six years. Um, and then in about, I think it was 2018, um, I learned how to do Lumi groomy cause I was just like looking tutorials up on YouTube. And um, there was a tutorial for a Zoom Zoom And I loved Zoom Zooms and I like kind of learned how to do it. Um, I think my first one was uh, Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. So that was really cool. Um, and that's kind of how I got into like crocheting and that type of like, style
0: Mm -hmm. um and
2: then i actually started crocheting in 2020 um i think it was like september i hadn't really tried it before and i think my mom just like recommended it to me one day so we got some yarn at like walmart or something and i just went home and i i think my first thing was a bee and it it looked really weird at first but (laughs) it was really fun to like try it and just kind of see how it worked so yeah
1: yeah, that's cool. Um, like one of my first amigurumis, well, my first amigurumi with the blanket yarn was actually a B2. So it's kind of cool.
2: Oh, that's cool.
1: <laughs> and then you mentioned a Zoom Zoom. Do you want can you can you explain what a Zoom zoom is or
2: yeah, um, so they're little Disney characters and they're kind of like they're kind of hard to describe, but they're like little cylinder things and they're they're all Disney characters and they're little toys you can collect and they came out a while ago, but I'd been collecting them from different places for a while. And when I learned how to make them like out of rubber bands, it was cool because I started like collecting more of them. But yeah.
1: Yeah, it's cool. Like like one thing I've done is like instead of buying stuff, animals, I'll just crochet it myself <laughs> just because I don't want to. <laughs> right. Because now it's like now for me, it's like, well, why would I buy it if I can just make it? Like, I don't want to spend my money <laughs> if I can just make it.
2: Yeah, Exactly.
1: Okay. So you mentioned like rainbow loom. So when I was like, I would say like second or third grade, maybe fourth grade, I used, me and my um, sisters, we used to like get these like rainbow loom things and we would like make these, I don't know, like you've probably seen these because you do all the time. It's like these bracelets you make (laughs) on your fingers. Have you seen Mm -hmm. those, right? So how is that? So what is the difference from like making bracelets to making actual creatures and animals?
2: Um so bracelets it's it's a lot simpler. Um bracelets and charms kind of I like think of them as a separate style from like making animals and mm. things like that. Um the animals and things honestly they remind me a lot of crochet cuz that's kind of how I got started. Um I kind of knew like how to do some of the stitches already from doing like the create the creatures. And so I kind of think of Rainbow Loom and like the bracelets and stuff as sort of like a simpler project and they're just yeah they're kind of different because the uh creatures are more of like
1: complex you work
2: in rounds yeah they're complex and you work in rounds where the bracelets you work in like it's a lot of repetition over and over so yeah
1: yeah so um would you say that so I crochet a lot right now I have like no idea how to loom so if I if you're a crocheter would you say that it's it would be easy to learn looming or is it like a whole separate different type of art?
2: I think if you were a crocheter and you tried to do like loomy-groomy I think you'd be pretty good at it um but I think trying to learn like how to make the complex bracelets because some of them I can't even make they're so (laughs) difficult but um yeah I think it does take practice to do like the charms and bracelets but if you were to do like loomy Groomy, I think you would do pretty fine. So,
1: okay. And then, are these all made? Because I know that like they have like little like um, what do you call it? Like little like pegs like on a stick to help you make them. So like, do you use your fingers? Because I've seen people use fingers, and I've seen people use like these pegs, or like I've seen people yeah. use I've seen people use like a fork to make like this one bracelet. Mm-hmm. This was like way back. I tried that bracelet too. And it, did, <laughs> it did not work out. Let me tell you. That ended up going in the trash, but we don't talk about that. So, like, <laughs> do you? Would you like make it on like a fork or your fingers, or how do you usually make it? Like, what materials do you need for it?
2: Um, so I use a loom because I've gotten a lot of like, um, rainbow loom like kits, and they've come with looms. So I've just kind of collected them. Uh, but that's what I use. You can use kind of depending on the bracelet. Most of them only use like two pegs, which is how people can use like their fingers or a fork um but yeah I I typically use a loom um sometimes I use my hook because you can do like hook only bracelets and those turn out really cool um and then yeah just a lot of rubber bands I've collected so many um (laughs) but yeah
1: so you would say like you're an expert at looming right or would you like still consider yourself a beginner or like where like
2: I think I'm I'm pretty advanced there's a few I think the only place that like I can't quite like do completely yet is um, some of the harder bracelets like that are hook only Um, just because there's so many steps and you have like eight to ten bands on your hook at one time like for some of them yeah so they can get really complex but
1: yeah I know for me for like crocheting anything that requires more than three colors if that's (laughs) if it requires more than three colors I'm not even going to attempt it like I might (laughs) But like if it's three colors at the same time, no, no, thank you. <laughs> so for me, I know that crocheting takes like a while to do, but like loom, like how long does it take to usually make like, let's say like a two inch tall, two inch wide loom project? Or you, okay, you you can you can pick the size. I don't know what size they are. So how long <laughs> would you? How, so like tell me the size and then tell me like how long it would take to make it.
2: So for, if I made like a Tsum Tsum, they're, they're pretty small. I think they're like one or two inches tall and like two or three wide. Um, But they would take maybe like an hour and a half to two hours. So they take about the same amount of time, like as a simple, like B or something with Mm -hmm. crochet, but um, they do take sometimes a little longer because like in crochet, you can just, you have the yarn the whole time and you like, you can just wrap it around your hook continually. You don't really have to stop. Um, but the one thing with Loomy Groomy is you have to take the rubber band and like put it on your hook and then you do that stitch and when you go into the next one you have to take another rubber band so you're constantly like moving your hand back and forth and stopping so it takes a little longer because of that Um, but yeah it it kind of takes the same amount of time so.
1: (laughs) I have a question. (laughs) Are there rubber bands all over the floor of your house? (laughs)
2: Oh my goodness. They're everywhere. I have them <laughs> in every single room, like all over the place. They, oh my goodness. It's, it's become such a problem, but.
1: <laughs> Cause just listening to you saying on the hook, grabbing more and more. I'm like, if this was me, I would have <laughs> stuff. Like I already have like little scraps of yarn and stitch markers, like all over my house. And my family's yes. like, Caleb, just pick it up when you're down. I'm like, I'm trying. It's just a lot. <laughs> so I was like, I know it's not just yes. me so I was like let me see if she got some rubber bands too.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're they're everywhere. Like I can just look on the floor literally anywhere and find a rubber band to use. Like
1: <laughs> But one, one one thing that I noticed though is that sometimes when I sit down and like if I forget a stitch marker, I got one on the floor next to me so like if you're ever missing <laughs> a if you're ever if you ever need a rubber band <laughs> in a certain color, it might be on the ground next to you so
2: Yes, that's act that's actually happened before. Where I've like needed something, and I just search the ground, and I find the color I need. So,
1: <laughs> hey, it's like a blessing in disguise.
2: <laughs> yes,
1: for other people, it's a mess. But like, they don't <laughs> they don't understand. They don't understand <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I heard. Well, actually, I saw, but. Okay, let me rephrase (laughs) it. So I've seen that you have a small business. So tell me something about that.
2: So I started my small business, I think it was like toward the end of 2019 and beginning of 2020. And I had been making like, different loomy groomy things and rainbow loom. And I kind of just wanted to sell them because I've like sold them at school before and stuff. And I just, I've seen people's Etsy shops and I really just wanted to start one. So I started it and I listed a few charms and sort of as I like continued to make things and list them, um, people started buying more and that's kind of how I started to grow. Um, but yeah, so I just kind of kept listing things and the things I made were like really random. Like they, they like, um, varied from bracelets to charms and lumi But yeah, I kind of just started and saw where it went and it just kind of took off. So,
1: okay. That's cool. So you said you started like basically end of 2019. So that's like before quarantine. So would you say that quarantine has like affected your business? Like not at all negatively or positively? I or think like- it
2: really affected it positively. Um, it, I think without it, I wouldn't have really had the idea of starting it because with everyone stuck at home, I didn't really have much to do. Um, so I kind of, that kind of like gave me an excuse to do Rainbow Loom. And as I started to do it more, I started to find it more fun. And, um, yeah, I think it definitely positively like affected how my business has grown.
1: Yeah. I know like for me, um, I kind of like started thinking about having a small business in like early 2020, but I didn't actually start to that till the summer, which was basically like still the first couple months into quarantine and I was like if I look Mm -hmm. back on it now I'm kind of happy that I did start during like the summer too because like I had a lot of time and like starting a small business in general takes a lot of time but at the same time like starting off like once you start off you're good but you're not actually good because then you have to like okay like when, when you first start your prices are all over the place and then after <laughs> like, after you slow a couple things they you're like, okay, this needs to be higher priced. This needs to be lower priced. I need to stop mm-hmm. making these because they're taking too long to make. I should make <laughs> some more of these because they're selling better. So I think one thing for me was like, especially because I had all that time, I would, I could like, I-, I could like dive in and really like put time into everything. Cause I know for now, like now I'm doing school. Well, I'm online right now but I'm I'm okay. So I'm on spring break right now. I've been on online school for the first three quarters, but fourth quarter I'm returning in person. So I don't know how that's going to be yet. Yeah. It's a little (laughs) scared because I'm like a freshman. So I know nobody yet. I know like two people.
2: (laughs) Yeah, me too. I'm a freshman too.
1: Ah! Okay. Freshman. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I know I'm actually happy. I started with online school because after a while I realized that in some of these classes, I can be working on orders at the same time because we're not really doing anything half the time. Yes. So that's, that, that also helped my small business because when people see a small business, they're constantly wanting more. And I feel like they're always wanting more and more and more. And I'm like, it's, one, it's like, it's like one person and the, the keyword is small. We're not Walmart. It's a small business. <laughs> so I think it's like, give us some time. And I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of small businesses slowly start to close and some of them are closed Mm -hmm. now because they just didn't have the time. Yeah. Well, that's definitely one thing I'm actually like really scared of going into in-person school because I'm like, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to manage, like not being at my house for half the day. And then I have to like come back, do homework and then still figure out how I can it's basically just time management, basically.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: So I, I would definitely say quarantine helped me too. Like the quarantine helped me a lot. I actually did the whole thing. I haven't experienced it out of quarantine. So, well, before we continue on, let's talk about today's sponsor, eBay. Whether you're looking for a rare dead stock or the latest release, you can find the exact shoe that you're looking for with eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is a place to go to cop the pair of shoes that you have been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, the logo, stitching, and a dozen other of inspection points. Each sneaker also receives a authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. Unless, say, you're not a sneaker buyer, you're a sneaker seller, well, eBay's for you, too. eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 plus, making it free to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and a unique selection. So Hannah, what would you say was like some influences? Oh, sorry, notification. Okay, start over. <laughs> so Hannah, what would you say kind of helped influence your small business as you've gone through the months and what some experiences you've had since you you had a small business for almost a year now, a little over a year, right? Yeah. So like, I'm pretty sure you've had a, a couple experiences. So do you want to talk about some of those?
2: Sure. So I think, um, one of the main things is my mom actually has her own small business too. So she's kind of like helped me with different things, um, with my small business. Yeah. Uh, so she's been really helpful with that. And, um, just a lot of my family, they've purchased things for me and they've kind of helped to support my business, which has been super great. Um, But I think the main thing that has helped me like to stay motivated is um, like social media, like Instagram. I use a lot Um, and just the people on there and the things they post kind of help me to stay motivated to keep making things. Um, Because sometimes I feel like, you know, I want to go do other things instead of like making a rainbow loom creation or crocheting. But then I see like other people's posts and it makes me kind of like get more excited to do things. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how I stay motivated, but I think for my small business, um, just seeing other people's like small business accounts and how much they've grown over such a small amount of time. Um, and actually even your account, I've been like super inspired by how (laughs) you grew so quickly, like just over a little bit of time. Yeah. So yeah, just kind of seeing other people's small businesses and how fast they've grown and how well they've done. It's just kind of kept me motivated and giving me like more hope that my business will continue to grow so
1: yeah I would really say like it's really like a marathon it's really in the long run because like your small business isn't always going to do good 100% of the time like yeah probably less than 75% for most less than 50 for most actually because I've seen a lot of people who are like struggling to get like a sale like like one sale every month mm-hmm. so like one thing that definitely inspired me well when i first started i i'm like really grateful that like when i first started i actually like went tiktok fire at the same time which caused me to sell out you know but then yeah. after that okay one reason i love tiktok but like they shadow ban there's a thing called shadow banning, and like they do it for like random reasons and like yes f- especially if i i hate that for crafters though because crafting takes time and it takes a lot of patience. And like for me, it takes like a couple hours to make like one thing. So mm-hmm. I can't be posting like four videos every day, like all these famous influencers do, because they just post like a 15-second dancing. You know, <laughs> but like I'm crocheting and you're looming. So like if I have to like crochet something that takes like five hours, I'm probably not gonna be able to post. I can probably post like once every three days. And then that's that's what's hurting me a lot on TikTok because like I can't post a lot. When I first started, I was posting yeah. a lot because I w- it's the, it was the summer. So, you know, I had like nothing mm-hmm. to do. I don't really have a life it's summer. So I was just like posting <laughs> a lot. So that caused me to sell out. And then one thing that really hit me hard, I know, then when fall came around, I was in school. So yeah. I was trying to, when, I try to focus on school like a lot during the first quarter just because that was like the transition from eighth grade to high school. And mm-hmm. depending on what middle school you went to and what high school you go to, there's, like, a lot of gray area that you've never covered before and they're already expecting you to know. Yeah. Because you're a freshman too, right? So, like, have you experienced, like, there's, like, a lot of stuff they expect you to know and you're, like, I've never seen this in my life.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, I remember it was, like, the second day of school or something and we were, like, supposed to slowly, like, transition into high school. But one of my teachers, like started going right into the lessons and i was so mm. confused i had no idea what was going on but yeah
1: that, that's me me like i'm in biology i have no idea what's going on so i was trying to focus like <laughs> i was trying to focus a lot on school so i was like posting maybe twice a week and because i wasn't posting and then I, on this point i wasn't really that active on instagram like i was kind of active but i wasn't really active active enough for my account to like grow so on that point, I was like barely posting on TikTok, which meant like a lot of people weren't really coming to my small business. So for like that, those three period months, I know that one of those, that three like month period time stand, whatever the word is, <laughs> <laughs> I know the month the month of October, that whole month, I only got four sales and I was just oh, like, wow. dang. And I know like four sales can be a lot for some people, but it can also be a little bit at the time, yeah. like like now, but I see I value four sales a lot more than I did at the time. Not that I wasn't really ungrateful, like I was grateful for it, but I think it was just because because I just came off of like selling out within minutes, it was like a big yeah. bang, like what just happened. So <laughs> at that moment, I at that moment I was really like, Okay, I'm just you just I kept reminding myself, I was like, Caleb, you, you can't quit. You just gotta keep pushing through this, keep pushing through it. And I know you wanna quit because you're not doing well at all. But, you know, just keep pushing through. And, uh, you know, one sale is better than zero sales in the end of the day. So yeah. let's just keep going. And I'm actually happy I kept going because at that point, I don't know what inspired me. I don't know what did. But <laughs> I was seeing how a lot of, like, TikTokers were moving to Instagram because I think at the time there was something like TikTok's going to, like, go. like. Yeah. I think there's, like, it's going to be banned or something from the U.S. or something like that. Mm-hmm. I actually thought it was too. I was like, oh no, I'm freaking out now, (laughs) even though like no one even likes my stuff anymore. So that was kind of when I transitioned to Instagram and I've been like working really hard. Like I'm still working really hard on my Instagram. Like I'm getting like three new products out every week to post, which is crazy. (laughs) So that's definitely like one thing that kind of like motivated me, like seeing, and now my Instagram has grown to like 11,000 followers. Yeah. So like my motivation for my TikTok is my Instagram and my motivation for my Instagram is my TikTok when I first started. So <laughs> it's kind of like if I kind of like motivate off myself and then for the mm-hmm. products that I make I'm usually motivating off like the crocheters that I follow cuz they're like so creative and I be making like <laughs> I make like the most bland thing and I think it's so cool at the time and then I see someone make like somebody made this like cat cactus and I was like, oh my gosh, that's adorable. I'm making these <laughs> black and yellow bees. That don't, <laughs> they don't even have a smile on them. They're they're smileless. So I kind of find my motivation from for my products off of other people, kind of like how you said. Yeah. So speaking about social media, you have you said you've had so you said you have Instagram. I don't remember I don't think you mentioned TikTok but do you have TikTok, Instagram, other apps, websites that you use?
2: Yeah, so I have TikTok. I I think I just hit like 100 followers on there. So I Congrats. don't post a ton. <laughs> Thank you. Um but yeah, so I still I still do post some things on there. I'm I'm not as good with like making those as I am with like taking pictures and posting them on Instagram, mm-hmm. but I think I just need to like get more experience. Um, But I also I have Facebook. um, I have I have a YouTube channel that I post some things on and I also want to do tutorials in the future uh, for like Lumi Gurumi things.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, And then I I just got Twitter. I honestly I'm so confused by it. I have no idea how to use Twitter. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I I have Twitter. I just I have no idea what I'm doing. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So I've seen have, would you say that like w- what is your experience on Facebook and YouTube?
2: Um so Facebook I I've kind of used it. I don't use it a ton, but um it's it's pretty good. I've I've grown a little bit. Um it's mainly my family that follows me on there and a few people I know from Instagram. Uh but YouTube I've actually really enjoyed doing um I've done like different haul videos when I, um, order rainbow and bands and I've done like reviewing some other people's Etsy shops. And one of those videos recently just got like a hundred of hundreds of views out of nowhere. So I gained a lot from that. (laughs) Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, but I'm hoping to kind of upload on YouTube more and do tutorials and things and kind of just grow that way as well. Cause I've had a few YouTube channels like for other things, um, for a while so I really enjoy just like making and editing videos so Mm -hmm. yeah that's kind of my experience with YouTube
1: so you so I was on every social media app you kind of show like a different side of your art you would say
2: yeah I I think it's um each one just kind of like showcases it in a different way like YouTube is a little more behind the scenes because you would see like rainbow loom halls and like Things I do for my business, but Instagram I think is more like just showing the product um mm-hmm. and like showing kind of just the pictures of it. So, yeah,
1: yeah, because like, like one thing I- I've tried to do like behind the scene like post on my Instagram, and I've seen like those don't perform very well on Instagram. Yeah. I feel like people only want to see the finished product. So mm-hmm. what I- what I've done like I I'll do like behind the scenes. On like my instagram story because it's only there for like 24 hours which i don't like i wish it's there like forever but there's also highlights which i guess kind of help so what i do is i usually post like the behind the scenes on my story i'll I'll post like starting the new project halfway done Mm -hmm. look how cute this looks already and then like (laughs) i'll the last photo i'll put is like when it's almost done kind of like it's like their sample so now they're like now they're eager waiting for that next post and I yeah. I've actually seen that 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 helps the post actually get get more likes
2: oh wow that's really cool
1: so one thing I I'm not trying to like tell you how to or anything. I'm saying like if you <laughs> like I know you do like behind the scenes on YouTube I would say like mm-hmm. as you're recording that like put like a tiny little clip put a tiny little clip on your Instagram story too because people want to see behind the scenes they just don't want to see it as an actual post and it's so weird I don't know why
2: yeah that's a good idea though
1: Okay, so do you want to, like, say your socials really quickly just so everyone can go, like, follow you there? Because I'm pretty sure you have some amazing stuff, and I know they're all going <laughs> to love it. So um, yeah. name the um, app and then your username.
2: Okay, Uh, so for Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, they're all the same. It's just Ray Creates and then two underscores after it. Um, And then for Facebook and YouTube, it's just Ray Creates. And then um my Etsy shop is Ray Create Shop if anyone wanted to take a look at that. So
1: okay, yeah. So make sure everyone make sure you all go check her out. She's my first guest. She did amazing. <laughs> um, she probably did better thank than you. I did on my first podcast episode because don't watch it. I was a mess. <laughs> like the the first five. I wish I could I wish I could go and delete those. <laughs> yeah, you did super good. I love your laugh thank so you. much. It's like <laughs> thank you. You did amazing! Thank you so much for joining my podcast. And yeah, thanks
2: for having me. Of
1: course, you were amazing. So this was—I <laughs> forgot at the beginning because I didn't—I remember I remember recording like an intro yet, but okay. Um, this was the first episode. I don't have an official title for it yet, but this is like the first episode of like finding unique crafters or something. So just know that you're the first episode. You're the first guest. Ooh. So <laughs> you're kind of yeah, you're kind of starting the show off. <laughs>
2: That's so exciting!
1: Yeah, and then in my last podcast, I it was like my tenth episode, so I like we came up with a slogan, which I'm gonna change. It's <laughs> I forgot it. It's like crocheting a day keeps you stitching away. You know, <laughs> slogan things. So yeah, yeah. Now we had so yeah. I was gonna say we could say it together, but I think it lags like by a second. Oh
2: yeah, that's true. So I
1: was like, oh, never mind. It's kind of sad. But thank you for joining. <laughs> I hope you have rest of a wonderful day weekend. This is we're recording this on a Friday. This will be up on the following Tuesday.
2: Ooh, okay,
1: March whatever March that is. Let's let me go to my calendar. (laughs) March twenty third.
2: Ooh, yay! So
1: yeah, um, thank thank you for coming though.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: Okay, I I have to say one more thing while we're recording. I didn't, I did I didn't say one more thing. Um, everyone make sure you download oh, Sorry, whatever. thank you guys for listening to the whole thing make sure you download today's episode and if you also feel like it you can also subscribe and give us a rating to download it you just click those three dots in the corner and if you're on Spotify it says download episode and if you're on Apple Podcast, it says save and I hope you yarn lovers have a rest wonderful of the weekend and remember, crocheting <laughs> a day keeps you stitching away, goodbye <laughs>